1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand.
2: hello and welcome to the show this is andy webb with lifestyles unlimited and as always we're working on your financial freedom hey if you've caught any of the prior shows you know uh, we've been out and about uh, headed east from texas Uh, i'm based out of dfw normally dallas fort worth but uh, we made it to the east coast got to see some long missed extended family and well now we've begun our trek onward downward back westward and right now i'm in gatlinburg Tennessee, we weren't sure where we we're gonna go exactly. That's the the fun of the RV don't know where we'll wind up Well, here's where we wound up a few days ago looking out on The Great Smoky Mountains. The National Park is literally two feet behind me If I exit my RV and then hook a right, climb over a stone wall, there I am. It's beautiful So we're out and about hitting the hitting the nation as it were And uh, I want to remind you that if you've been listening for a while, you, you know that Lifestyles Unlimited has, has grown considerably uh, especially in the recent years, and and we are in fact national in scope. And as somebody personally, I, primarily single family investor that is shifting into multifamily now passive, uh, I've I've seen a lot of offerings outside of Texas, places near where I am now in Tennessee, Louisiana, Ohio, Indiana recently, and of course Georgia. Georgia's a great market, and. Hey, since I am in the Southeast, I tracked down a great guest for you today that is from this broader area. Now, he's not in Tennessee. He's in fact in Atlanta, Georgia. We are joined today by Kevin and he's going to tell us about his journey with Lifestyles Unlimited. I'm a lead investor. We'll hear what that is and what he's done Hear about the Atlanta market in particular. I think you're going to want to hear that if you're interested in getting outside of those Texas borders or wherever you sit. And a couple other good points of view and points of interest for you. So, hey, without further ado, Kevin, welcome to the show.
3: Thank you, Andy. It's, it's a real pleasure to be here, and uh, I love talking about real estate investing, particularly in Atlanta. And so, just very thankful to have the opportunity to talk with you and your the guest today.
2: Absolutely, and you know, and 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 my show primarily broadcasts live in Texas. But we have a lot of Texas investors, especially that are part of the, the Lifestyles uh, membership base that are now looking farther afield. And so I, I, I welcome this opportunity to help educate those and, and help educate the newer non-investor that's thinking about getting on board as to maybe your, your progression and, and why Atlanta, why Georgia is a good market. So we'll, we'll certainly hear about that. Why don't you kick us off and, and just tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, your background, and uh, what, what brought you to Lifestyles Unlimited of all places from Georgia?
3: Sure, sure. Uh, well, I'm um, Kevin Saunders. I'm, I'm a lead investor uh, focused in Atlanta, Georgia. I've been an LU member since 2018, so that's uh, three-plus years. Uh, on a personal level, uh, I'm married to my wife, Marion, uh, for 36 years. Uh, Marion's a retired physical therapist, and she's a full-time co-lead with me here in Atlanta. Uh, I'm kind of a bean counter, MBA, CPA from Indiana University. Uh, I'm still working in corporate America at a bank, commercial lending, and hope to be out of that soon, following the LU model. Uh, two grown children, Amy and Laura. Amy, she works for, full-time with us in the real estate investing, and uh, she has a background in capital markets. My other daughter, Laura, uh, she's a full-time mom. Uh, she's got a degree in nursing, and um, we have two grandchildren. Emma is two, and then Abigail it uh, was only with us for 26 weeks, but uh, great family, great support system, uh, and uh, very, very blessed man. Um, okay. Let's see well, how you... do I come in. Okay, okay. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead.
2: Oh no, I, j- I just was going to footnote. So you, you mentioned that your your daughter is involved with the business as well, Amy, right?
3: Right, right. Um, we we kind of embrace this family legacy. That's kind of you know taught by one of the mentors, Curtis uh and um and that's just evolved into part of our story it's just a a pleasant surprise and and a great side benefit of what we've been doing um, okay, and we
2: may touch on that a little bit when we get maybe maybe in the second third segment we start talking about some of the uh, investments you've led, um, how that how that family interplay comes together there. But uh, I think you're going to tell us a little bit about because I am curious you're in, you're in Atlanta. Um, I know when I'm broadcasting it's in Texas now. Dell he's he's national in scope. Dell Walmsley is the founder of Lifestyles Unlimited. Um, how, how is that? How you found the program? How how did you become involved with Lifestyles?
3: Yeah, I actually stumbled across it uh, listening to my AM radio on my commute home each night from five to six. Uh, Dell was on the radio. And so during my commute home each day, I was listening to Dell. And uh, is, at first, I didn't quite know how to take it, but I just kept listening. And then the, the message really resonated with me. Uh, I was a typical corporate guy. i I'm in my 50s. I got lousy job prospects, a modest 401k. And despite being a hard worker, lifelong saver, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, I I was really anxious about the financial future. Um, I had, over my lifetime, I'd seen the stock market crashes and watched your savings kind of get wiped out. So despite all of this, you know, I was still following that same map. Uh, And I had little confidence. I had enough money to retire. Or that it would last. And um, so Dell's message just intrigued me. So I, I went to the two-day. Uh, the light bulb went on. I'm following the wrong man. So so, after
2: so let days. me ask just re- real quick there, just for the listener, the two-day, what, what Kevin's talking about is it's part of our financial freedom program, which is an entry level where you can explore single family, multifamily, what is right for me. And the two-day, it's a, it's a seminar that's held pretty much ongoing. You can go as many times as you want. Um, but over those two days on day one, you get into eight hours around single family. That's the big focus there. And day two is, is focused on teaching you about all the ins and outs, all the, everything you need to know about multifamily investing. So that's the two day you went to, was that in Georgia? Where did you go to that, Kevin?
3: It was in Atlanta. Um, and then my, my daughter is, uh, spent some time in Atlanta, sometimes in New Jersey. She took it, uh, online, uh, as well. And and I've been multiple times, as you said. You can go as many times as you want. Um, and, you know, continual learning kind of mentality. Uh, you always pick up something uh, or you get to meet new people, et cetera. It's cetera. It's, it's a really good way to spend a weekend. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and it's good to go back because I think as you grow as an investor, as you change your perspectives, you you always take away something new for you. You have a new vantage point as you hear the material as you and the material changes as the markets change as well. So, hey, we're going to head into a real quick break. I want to hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking
1: in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one...
0: Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Now, let's get back to your map to financial freedom.
2: Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb. I'm joined today by Kevin from Atlanta, Georgia. He is a lead investor. You might have heard that term in the first segment. I want to explain what that is. That's a term we use at Lifestyles Unlimited. We call the, the investors that are putting the deal together, commonly known as syndicators in the broader non-lifestyles uh, real estate investor market. Uh, we call those leads, and Kevin is a lead investor from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, we'll hear about a couple of his, his deals that he's put together as a lead later in the show. Uh, I want to wrap up the conversation, Kevin, about your, your journey. We'd, we'd just gotten to the point where you'd gone to the two-day. You'd heard Dell on the radio. Dell Walmsley is the founder of Lifestyles Unlimited. And If you want to catch any of his programs, um, he's he's national in scope. And uh, his shows are archived to our website as well as this show. That's going to if you want to uh, check those out, go to com. click on the radio tab and you can listen live uh, there as well. But that's how Kevin found Lifestyles Unlimited, went to the two day, which was in Georgia. OK, so I, I know we've started rolling those out broader, Kevin, as you mentioned, and your daughter, you said, went online as a. Uh, I guess a a side effect of the pandemic. All all of our education has shifted fully online and and everything we do, you can really access online. So for for the listener, if you're interested in learning more, again, go to that website, lifestylesunlimited.com. But you can do the two day fully online. You don't have to be present. So very easy uh, from the comfort of your home. Now, Kevin, back to your, your progression, you, you, you went to the two-day, while you were at the two-day, um, it's very interesting, I, I can remember, I, I joined back in 2012, we, we went in March of 2012 and, and we were new to, had no background in real estate investing and as we sat through day one on single family and then again day two on multifamily, the the, the, the light bulbs were just blowing up above my head and my wife's heads. For you and your wife when you went, uh, what, what were your aha moments during that seminar?
3: Uh, yeah, Andy will tell you uh, it, it was similar in terms of uh, we were intrigued enough to go. And so we were anxious to hear what he, what Dell had to say or the presenter. Uh, uh, and so, first day was single family, and you see that, hey, this is a different model. This is going to work. And so, after day one, I was going to be it. I'm all charged up, all fired up. I'm following a map that i like and uh i was going to be a single family superstar so i came back to day two and then i go oh this is even better <laughs> multi-family for me was uh, a better path forward i was a little uh further along i had had a little bit more money to work with etc uh and the, and the math works pretty much the same uh it may be a little bit better on the multi-family side and then um so i i, I did the two day uh was convinced to go multifamily, uh, jumped into my training right afterwards, uh, and then the more I learned, the more I discovered, oh, I think what I'd really like to do is be a lead and do the family legacy. Now, that's all laid out in the training. It kind of unfolded over a series of time. But, you know, once the light bulb went on, I just saw one path I liked, and I found a path I liked even better, and then finally a path that, that I finally settled on. But it, it's the it's the education, the mentoring, uh, you know, the full lifestyles uh, experience that, that just helps you form your strategy. There's multiple paths. You can take, you know, passive relief, et cetera, single family, multifamily, but, uh, you know, you get a good exposure to all of it. And then you just kind of pick the one that's, that's right for you. But the main thing was to me, it, it gave me a path for financial freedom and, um, and then then the opportunity for the family legacy, so it's
2: like, boom, I was in. <laughs> yeah, legacy is a huge piece, and, and and I know you and your wife were at the uh, recent Wealth and Passive Income Expo in Irving, and I didn't have the opportunity to talk with you guys, but I know my wife did, um, and she connected us. Um, that's always a big part of the, the expo is that legacy component, and I know you mentioned Curtis Haynes. He does uh, some great presentations on <laughs> really how to create that legacy, manage it, and, and, and so on. So I, I think I heard in there, you said you were, boy, you were all on board on single family. I got on board on single family. And I stuck around for nine years. Right. But you said day two <laughs> multifamily. Um, was it just the economies of scale? Was that the big push in the, the, the multifamily direction or what, what was the big shove there?
3: Um, it was the ability to scale in terms of, I mean, the single family returns are, are really impressive. But I figured for me to cover my income, et cetera, I'd I'd have to do a lot of them, you know, 30 or 40 or something like that, you know, the the rough math that I worked out with where you could kind of get that scale right off the bat, you know, with multifamily. Yeah, very
2: valid point. Uh, scale in terms of income, scale in terms of how you are able to grow that wealth much faster. I think uh, in large chunks, the chunks are just simply bigger, and then the economies of scale that come down to the management, which you as a lead might might get into later. Um, did you go any? Did you do any passive investing prior to getting into the lead path?
3: Yeah, it was it was kind of a progression. The first year I was I was passive in two deals, one in Houston and one in Atlanta. And then, but as I was going along, you know, just kind of learning more, I, I decided that the lead investor and the legacy opportunity was really the way I wanted to go. And so that after that first year of passive investing, I went ahead and, and did the lead investing, and, and, and I've got you know two two deals uh, here in Atlanta since that time. But um, it, it's a it's a progression, you know, uh, and here's still learning every day on 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 how to do this better or how to do it differently etc but uh a lot a lot of options i'm very uh, grateful that i was able to get a couple of passive investments you know t- you get trained et cetera and you have to execute on it but sometimes baby steps is the way to is the way to get get to your ultimate goal well
2: you as a lead investor and and just to clarify for the listener the as a passive you you are simply putting money into a, a broader pool for a particular targeted investment, um, some particular apartment community. Um, and that's all you're doing. You, you learn how to review the, the marketing material, the private, it's called the private placement memorandum that tells you about the, the, the investment, the returns, et cetera. That's really your homework. That's what you got to do. And then you sit back and you wait for the what we call mailbox money to roll in typically quarterly um, on apartments. Um, so that's the passive side of things. Now, now I think as a passive, it's good for you when you do become a lead to see, well, how did I feel? Did I like the way that lead communicated compared to that lead? You, you take some learnings away from that part of the the progression as, as well, I would say. Um, Let's shift gears just a little bit here. Let's tiptoe into the Atlanta market now. We, we've just got about a minute and a half in this segment, so we'll pick up the the, the balance on the on the back end of the the commercial break. But um, you do you sit squarely in Atlanta? Where, where are you exactly in Georgia?
3: Let's see. I am in uh, Roswell, Georgia, which is a little bit north of the city. Um, and uh, but Atlanta's is pretty much a massive footprint. Um, it's got. I would say, according to Yardy, like over 60 discrete sub markets. If you looked at like a bullseye target, you know, the, there's the center is Atlanta City. And then that first ring would be the urban part. Then the second ring would be the uh, suburbs. And then a third ring would be what they call secondary markets. These would be cities, not Atlanta, but they they have enough scale that they have their own government, their own education and medical Facilities and they kind of stand alone, but they get that only up to lift. So the, the Atlanta market is is massive, and in um, it, it's kind of what I like to refer to as the gateway to the southeast.
2: And yeah, I can absolutely
3: I explain that a little bit better on the on the yeah, we'll, side here.
2: We'll pick that up on the backside here. It, it's not unlike Dallas Fort Worth, I suppose. We've got a hundred little cities all packed in around and in between Dallas and Fort Worth, so it's a massive footprint as well I'm your host, Andy Webb. I'm joined today by Kevin in Atlanta, Georgia, and we are going to hear about the Atlanta market in this segment. Now, before we get there, I want to give you a website. Um, we talked about the Wealth and Passive Income Expo. Uh, I, now, Kevin, I, I did not get a chance to speak with you and your wife directly, but my wife was was able to uh, in the uh, big mixer that we had going on there in, in Irving. This was later in the year this year, obviously, due to the pandemic. Uh, normally, we ho- host this in, in early in the year, early spring. The good news for you that's listening right now is that's going to be coming up already before you know it about six months from now. Um, that's going to be March 17th, 18th, and 19th. 2022. It's going to be back in Houston, Texas. You can go to Lifestyles Unlimited Expo 2022.com if you want to learn more. It's a great place to go to get a lot of the education we've talked about to meet these investors like Kevin that are operating in maybe farther-flung markets if you're interested in, in investing in in other places, maybe outside of your own. Maybe you're, maybe you're on the coast and it doesn't make sense, or maybe you've you're tapped out in Texas you want to explore elsewhere that's that's a great way to go uh, Kevin how, how did you enjoy the expo this year by the way
3: oh it was great I think we were all overdue a lot of virtual the virtual is great but there is nothing like the energy you get from the yeah. from the expo yeah, so it was, yeah it was we, a we, we went away refreshed yeah charged up ready to go yeah absolutely <laughs> Well,
2: hey, back to Atlanta. So you were just telling us about the, the the kind of the bullseye notion of Atlanta as a market, with the the, the I guess the inner city, the, the the primary city in the middle, and then as you go farther out, you're getting into the urban setting, the suburban, and then the I guess the exurban, right? The secondary or even tertiary markets. Uh, what else would you like to share with us so that we understand a little bit better uh, what's going on in in Atlanta or Georgia?
3: Yeah, sure, certainly. Well, so the way I would describe Atlanta is it's the gateway to the southeast. There is just a ton of economic energy flowing into the southeast, and most of it comes through Atlanta, not directly, but uh, indirectly, or or, we're just caught up in that big wave. Um, So Atlanta has going through it, it has what I call the I 85 corridor. It's an interstate that runs mostly. Uh, west to east, from Atlanta to Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, is also another big, growing city in that it's connected by that I-85. And so everything in between, including Greenville, South Carolina, that, 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 that entire corridor is thriving economically with companies coming in, medical facilities being built, et cetera. It's just tons of economic uh, activity. Then coming more, kind of more north and south, from Chattanooga to Tampa, it, I said, the I-75 corridor runs through Atlanta as well. And so there's, again, the infrastructure, the commerce, everything that's flowing uh, into those cities, and they're all anchored by big, prosperous uh, cities that are attracting uh, a lot of economic investment. Uh, and then probably I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the Atlanta airport. It's on the southern part of the city. It creates a massive footprint. For distribution and logistics type companies, um, and that, and they're, you know, that that the three of those things combined just, you know, provide that that infrastructure, if you will, the footprint for just uh, continued economic growth. So, very bullish on on Atlanta because of, of, of all those drivers we just talked about. Um, and let me let me thing, ask you
2: if I okay sure. It, let me ask you if I may. In Texas, we see a, a massive influx of population coming from farther afield, California, New York, you know, the coasts up north. Are you, are you experiencing the same growth in, in Georgia?
3: Yeah, people actually choose to live in Atlanta. You know, so some people are here. A lot of, I'm a transplant myself. Uh, and just because of the weather and then, the, you know, all of the big city amenities, et cetera in the, in the lifestyle. Uh, and then New New York, the East coast, uh, it it just keeps coming South. Uh, so we're getting, uh, yeah, a lot of growth from a lot of different areas. And like I said, most of it's kind of by choice because of the the lifestyle and and amenities that that these cities offer. Got it.
2: What what else do you, do you want to share with us on the market
3: there? Let's see. It's two, two things. Just, um, the, the jobs base it's really diverse, and it's and it's the kind of jobs base that's been coined that it can it supports sustainable growth. So the I'll just give you the top four here: trade and transportation, uh, professional and business services, education and healthcare, and government. Those make up over seventy percent of the jobs base here in Atlanta, and they're all high-paying jobs, sustainable growth kind of opportunities. So that paints a a nice go-forward picture, Um, and then I'll just hit a couple of trends. Uh, Rents are up 13% year-over-year, occupancy is up to 95%, that's 1% above year-over-year. We got a nice technology presence. Uh, We got Microsoft, Google, Airbnb, all building facilities here in Atlanta next year. I talked about the distribution and logistics. That's just it just expanding like crazy. You've got the airport that like we talked about. And then Amazon is building a lot of fulfillment centers here locally as well. Uh, education, There's I can't even name all the colleges in Atlanta, but the three biggest ones, Georgia Tech, Georgia State, and Kennesaw, are all uh, growing uh, significantly and attracting uh, the kind of uh, Kind of jobs based uh, in, in the companies that like that those kind of talent as well. So they're a big contributor. And then finally, healthcare. What we're seeing is it's expanding out into the suburbs. And so the last data I saw is, is one of the of uh, four new jobs that are created in the suburbs are, are the healthcare related. So you know, Atlanta's got a lot of things going for it. Uh, and then the trends I think are are just pushing us forward.
2: Yeah, it sounds like a lot of what you, what a lot of what you're telling me now is is what I'm seeing here. Or not here. I'm in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, but when I'm home based in Dallas, Fort or Texas, broadly, it's it's a similar similar picture. By the way, I am in Tennessee. It's a very very good market market as well. So so you've been you are in Atlanta. So you're a local guy there. Um, where where let's let, let's shift gears a little bit and talk a little bit about the 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 deals you've gotten into as a lead investor. We know you did a few passive deals got in as a passive investor but um, where where are you operating as as a syndicator as a lead
3: okay yeah our first our first deal was in Carrollton Georgia Carrollton's about an hour west it would be in that third ring it's a secondary market uh, it's got its own education footprint with the University of West Georgia uh, the Carrollton School district is is one of the tops in the state it has a very large regional medical, Facility there, Tanner Regional Medical Facility, and then it has a pretty diverse job space itself. It has a business park with over fifteen or twenty recognizable companies uh, in there, and then the biggest employer there is Southwire. They make electrical harnesses. They're a Fortune 500 award-winning company for, you know, being a great place to work. So we liked Carrollton because we thought whatever we do in Carrollton to add value that the, uh, the economy or the community would support it. Um, so what we, the property we bought, it was a two property portfolio. You know, given my profile, I wanted to get as close to the end product, meaning a property management company managing the properties for us under our direction as a partner. Uh, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to totally self-manage. Uh, so I needed to get enough scale that I could afford, uh, the property management company. Um, so that was 60 units or uh, 62 units. Uh, this is what we would call a hybrid deal. It has a yield component and a value component. And I don't know, Andy, if you want to kind of expand on that sure. a little bit. or
2: Sure. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell us, what what is what is yield on one end of the spectrum? What is value? Because hybrid sits in the middle. We got about 20 seconds to get into that. We may have to pick it up on okay. the back end,
3: but no, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. So,
2: Tell you what, so the, there's the music. Dang it. <laughs> they beat that, me to okay, it. Yeah. Well, just, let's well, save that for after the break because I think it's an important consideration because that, you know, I, as a passive investor, I have certain selection criteria. Do I want to find a yield play or do I want to find a value play or hybrid? Good to know what those things mean. So we'll, we'll get into that when we get back. Talk 1370 The Right Choice.
0: Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. It's time to turn up the volume and fine-tune your passive income plan so you can create the lifestyle you've always wanted.
2: Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb. You're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm from Dallas-Fort Worth, normally broadcast from Dallas-Fort Worth, coming to you today from Gatlinburg, Tennessee, in the RV bunker. We've been out on the road. And since I'm in the southeast, I'm joined today by a guest in the southeast from the gateway, as we've learned, the gateway to the southeast, which is Atlanta, Georgia. And that is Kevin. He's a lead investor here uh, with Lifestyles Unlimited. If you have any questions for me, you can send me an email to askandy at l-u-i-n-c.com. That's askandy at luin INC.com or go to lifestyleslimited.com to learn more about us uh, and you can catch a replay if you missed any part of the show go to the radio tab there uh, to catch this show or any other show uh, we, we archive those there so Kevin we were just talking about your your first deal as a syndicator as a lead which was in Carrollton Georgia which is in that we learned in that secondary uh, uh, market area that third ring around Atlanta um, and you're just telling us this kind of it was a hybrid deal which uh, if we think about the, the way a deal performs or, or, or is, I guess, the strategy behind the deal, we have what we call yield plays on one end of the spectrum. We have what we call value plays on the other. Hybrid is in the middle. Tell us what is a yield and a value play and maybe why you went in the middle.
3: Yeah, um, the yield, we, we wanted to be able to provide our investors uh, a return, the mailbox money, you know, right off the bat. And then on the other hand, uh, we also didn't think that would be sufficient that most of the LU investors, or when I was a passive investor, I was looking for the value component at the end. So in our case, um, the plan for us is, well, we purchased a property that was poorly managed, deferred maintenance, uh, et cetera. So it was like a C-minus property. And then the location we were talking about, Carrollton, was actually pretty good. I'd say it was like a B-minus, but it was on the the trend. So it was a perfect lineup for the best product, best price, best people, LU model. So what we did, the plan was, is we had some exterior capital CapEx to do. But the main part was to renovate the office. The property had an office, but it was abandoned. It was being managed remote. And so you can kind of imagine there wasn't much of a community spirit or the the interaction. You know, it was just, you know, it was just very cold and distant. So we uh, renovated the office, uh, put a manager on site, kind of got just created a completely different vibe there. And then for the interior units, as they turned, so when we bought the property, it was 90% occupied. And so we were collecting rents. Uh, day one the banks uh consider the property stabilized so we're able to get a an interest only loan structure and um and a good finance package to kind of match our our business model and so that allows us to be able to pay the distributions quarterly right off the bat we never really had to have a dead period of, of rental income but as the as the units turn um we were able to renovate them and completely reposition the property so we added full vinyl flooring we added washer dryers in addition to the, the new uh, appliance package we changed all the fixtures uh we did hardware on the cabinets uh changed the the uh the uh, toilets to low flow or you know uh up, so spent money in the kitchen and bathroom <laughs> where they're in added ceiling fans etc so so, the, the units themselves went from, I would say, C minus to probably a C plus. We are by far the nicest uh, apartments in our little sub market. And that's kind of allowed us to attract the, the tenants that we, or residents that we wanted in terms of the people that were willing to pay a little bit more for a nicer place. And so we've owned the property for about two years now. So the renovations are just about done, exterior, interior. And during that time, uh, we've been paying a quarterly distribution from day one at about a 5% annual clip. And then as of now, probably in 2022, we're repositioned for that sale or refinance. Uh, Properties performing uh, very well. we're beginning the benefits of fixing all the deferred maintenance. We have a low operating cost structure, and uh, we continue be, to be able to push rents because now the package is complete. You drive up to the place, it looks nice. You 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 walk in, and then the units kind of meet your expectations. And um, and then we're like I said, Carrollton's just uh, growing, and so you know we've been able to position ourselves as probably the nicest property in our space, and, and are able to to get the uh, return. Uh,
2: from that's, that, yeah, that's great. Let me just step in here, and, and I want to unpack a couple of things. So, yield play essentially is cash flow, right? You, you get that out the door if you're doing a yield play. If you're doing 100% yield play, there may be no value component, so you may not be able to create that wealth building angle on the back end, or less so. Value play by comparison, you may. I, I got into a deal, Kevin, that is uh, 12, 16, 18 months expected no payout on the cash flow side because we're creating value we're, we're going to really push that wealth component up by really repositioning the 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 the, the community um, and that takes some time and there they have to reinvest the proceeds from the rent so those are the two ends of the spectrum you went squarely in the middle so your investors got to enjoy cash flow out, out, out the door day one um, but they're going to have that back end value as well. That's important. You know, going back to your comment earlier about legacy. That's, that's really where you start to build the legacies through that, that wealth creation, which you then roll into, into future deals. And so you're investing. I want to also be clear for the listener. We're, we're not targeting these top, you know, if you look around anywhere, uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, where I am, I'm sure in Atlanta, they're building all kinds of new apartments. Those are called class A. Those are the tippity top. And maybe you go to the very bottom, you got the class D kind of scary places. You may don't, don't want to go there. Well, in the middle, you got class B. B and Class C. You referred to Class C um, as, uh, I guess, the predominance in your your Carrollton market. And that's what we're looking for. Class B, Class C workforce housing. And we fix it up and put that best product out there for the best price. And hey, sometimes that best price is a little higher than the surrounding communities because of the product. And uh, that's what helps us yield our return. So that's in Carrollton. Um, Let's just take about a minute, minute and a half. What happened? How did you get into your next deal? Where is that?
3: Okay, uh, same uh, basic plan. We look all over, and uh, this one is actually in Marietta, Georgia. It's another yield play, a similar profile, a C- C-minus property in a B location trending up. Um, uh, what we really liked was we're very fortunate to be able to buy in Cobb County. That's where the Atlanta Braves are, and um, it's just kind of a marquee. It's one of the hottest markets in, in Atlanta, Um And so it's it's, it's very similar, um, uh, poor management, a lot of deferred maintenance. This particular one, um, we did a little bit on the outside, fixed the parking lot, added a grill area, but the units themselves were really pretty nasty. So we're completely renovating them. We're adding a washer and dryer in C- know, C properties. There's not a lot of C properties with a washer and dryer in the unit. So that's a great differentiator for us now. Uh, and added a dishwasher. Um, it uses PTAC for the heating and cooling, which is a little bit different. Um, but we we replaced them and we added some additional ones in the bedrooms with the with the ceiling fan. So dramatically changed the the performance of that product. The, the units are very clean, very comfortable now. Where in the past they were they were just borderline livable. So what,
2: uh, what's the age? What's the age of that property?
3: Let's see. West Spring Oaks was, uh, let me get it right here. It was purchased in uh, 60, 65, I think. Oh, originally. So it's, it's a
2: little bit older. Okay. Got it. So you're adding, You're like you said, you're bringing it up to the modern day giving it some of those modern day conveniences. When I lived in Columbia, South Carolina, by the way, and rented an apartment, we didn't have a dishwasher either. So, hey, thank you for <laughs> making yeah. life a little bit easier for everyone, that's that's good to hear. Um, and what you're doing is you're changing lives for, for your for your workforce community, and that's a wonderful thing. And I wanna use that to pigtail onto my, my final question. We've just got about a minute and a half or so left. How has Lifestyles Unlimited changed your life, Kevin? Well,
3: I'd say in a, the first and foremost it's made me way more hopeful, way more optimistic. Um, I was, I was worried, you know, that I was gonna just run out the clock and hopefully, you know, not screw it up too bad along the way. And now it's like, Oh man, I got a whole new, whole new outlook on it. Uh, time is my friend, the more, the longer I'm in it, the more my investments grow. So I don't really have the financial worries that I had before. Um, so it's, it's just a superior model for retirement alone. Um, and then the opportunity to do something with my family and create that family legacy is just, uh, that's icing on the cake. I wasn't planning for that, but now that it's kind of unfolding, that's the, that's the biggest motivator for me in terms of, uh, you know, could really make a much bigger impact with my life than I ever thought I could before.
2: And that's great. You've got your wife involved, your daughter involved. Um, you mentioned the legacy that you're building for your extended family. Um, to the listener that's listening right now, maybe hasn't hasn't decided, should I do this? What, what would you encourage them to do? What's the next step for them?
3: Well, I think d- do your homework. It uh, it is a progression. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, but uh, you know, take the take the time to go to the two day. Listen to that. Uh, take your training. You, you know, keep learning. Uh, but just keep taking that next step forward. And, um, and then it, it, it's, a, it, it's progressive, it kind of accumulates and pretty soon all of a sudden you know you're, you're, you're well on your way. Yeah, that ball
2: starts rolling, it gets rolling faster and faster. That cash flow snowball, among other things, one of the terms we use, so great advice. The first thing you got to do is take that first step. So go to lifestylesunlimited.com, learn about our free workshop, check out the radio archives and hey, thank you for joining me today, Kevin, and I thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, and remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle.
0: Thank you for listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. Join us next time. And until then, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle.